Welcome to Explore the Word Podcast. I trust you're having a good day, and I'm thrilled that you can uh, listen in on this episode. We're going to continue in our series on fundamental doctrines of God's Word, and today is God the Father. The doctrine of God is foundational for every other Christian teaching, no matter uh, if it's great or small. It only works when we understand how great God is and who He truly is. By knowing God, there is salvation, John seventeen three, And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Understanding who he is gives us knowledge about this world, physically and spiritually. A truth we must understand is that knowing facts about God and knowing him, God, are two entirely different things. After the passing of the apostles, or the disciples and apostles and Paul, their students held firm to the belief of monotheism, meaning one God. Now that doctrine was vehemently opposed by the heathens of the day that had held to a polytheism, meaning many gods. That was their position. Over time, this foundational doctrine was assaulted, and unfortunately it continues to be assaulted today. And under a constant attack, uh, thankfully, there has been faithful men of God who've unashamedly stood for the creator and the preserver of this world and said that God is who he says he is. We can see evidence of God in our physical world. The evidence we can see in the order and the amazing design in nature that surrounds us. I grew up on the East Coast, and I can never remember a day where the tides never came in because they always ebb and flow at exactly the right time uh, to the personality and the emotions of humans. I mean, everyone is different. There is not one person exactly the same. You know, the, the beauty of flowers. I mean, there's just so many things. And without a doubt, an unknowing perfect father is the creator and sustainer of this physical world. God has revealed himself in numerous parts of his word. He is presented to the lost as the only true God. The word of God sets forth who and what God is. Once we have obtained this information, we can act on it in faith. God not only uses his word to reveal himself, but he also sent his son, Jesus Christ. With this revelation of Christ, he demonstrates his power, wisdom, love, and amazing grace. The person of God, the Father, is vast and is way beyond any way of description, humanly speaking. Our God is not a force or a power that many would like to suggest and teach. His attributes are not mystical either. That's another great error that we see in our time period. According to uh, Genesis one twenty six, it says, And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cre uh, creeping thing, uh, over the cattle, over all the earth. So God created man his own image, and in the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Man, mankind was made in the image of God. 
God the Father is self-existing. This amazing truth is clearly taught in the scriptures. He never has and never will be dependent on anybody. You know, we, we go through our life and there's times when we are uh, very strong, where we are very self-sufficient, but there's other stages in life where we're very dependent. Think as a child, a baby, very dependent upon parents, uh, caregivers. And when we are sick, we are dependent. Uh, when we become old and our strength has been sapped uh, over years and we need help, we need sustenance, God's never been there and never will be. Romans eleven thirty three, Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments and his ways past finding out. For who hath known the mind of the Lord? Who hath been his counselor? There has been no counselor for God. He is great. Self-existence. He is the absolute source of life. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. This world didn't come because of a big explosion. It came by the word of God. God spoke and it happened. He's eternal and the author of time. But he's in no way confined by time. Uh, Psalms 90 verse 2. Before the mountains were brought forth or ever thou hast formed the earth and the world even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. Isn't that amazing? I mean, just that principle that time does not confine God. We are totally confined by time. God's not. God the Father is love and always will be. 1 John 4, 8. He that loveth uh, not knoweth not God, for God is love. Eternity past, he was love, and he will be in eternity future. His love was the reason he sent his Son uh, for our sins. John three sixteen. For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Closely aligned to his love is his mercy and grace, which are new every day. His mercy is vividly displayed uh, by him withholding deserved judgment. God demonstrates that mercy to those that fear him. He demonstrates that over and over again in the scripture. Uh, Exodus chapter 20, verse 20. And Moses said unto the people, Fear not, for God has come to prove you, and that his fear may be before your faces, that ye sin not. We fear God, we will have his mercy. I mean, that's not a, a license to do wickedly, because if we fear him, we won't want to do that. And those who are lost in their sin, he has mercy towards them. Ezekiel eighteen twenty three. Have I not pleasure at all that the wicked shall die, saith the Lord God, and that he should return from his ways and live? For I have no pleasure in the death of him that dieth, saith the Lord God. Wherefore, turn yourself and live ye. He desires to give mercy to the wicked. He desires the wicked turn to him. The grace of God is undeserved favor shown to man. Grace opened the way of redemption for all of humanity. Our Heavenly Father comprehends all things, past, present, and future. He has complete knowledge because he's God, not because he acquired the information later. You know, God knew that in 2020, there would be the COVID, corona, whatever, what you got to call that virus. Uh, he knew it. He didn't obtain it on the day it was announced. He knew about it 
in eternity past. He truly is never surprised by events or situations. Now, we are, right? We we get that call or um, things of that nature. Some of them are really good surprises. I can remember one time I surprised my parents. I flew home, never told them. And I still remember the surprise on my mother's face. She was very happy to see me, but surprised. And there's other times when events happen that are not so nice. All right. He is the only wise God. First Timothy 1.17 Now unto the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. He's omnipotent. He's all-powerful. Revelation 19.6 And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, as a voice of many waters, as a voice of mighty thundering, saying, Hallelujah, for Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Now, his power is evident. He, he created this world by his word. We look around this world and we see the power. He's never tired in keeping creation in proper balance. And he never tires in keeping his promises. Psalms 33, 9, for he say, he spake and it was done. He commanded and stood fast. He never tires. God the Father is sovereign. And thus he has the plan for his vast creation and mankind. The past, present, future are all evidence of his plan coming together as he describes in his word. This amazing plan was designed before the foundation of the world. 1 Peter 1.20 Who verily was ordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifest in these last times for you. Because he's all wise, we can rest assured that his plan is the best. It is wise. Romans 11.33 Oh, the depth of the riches, both of the wisdom and knowledge of God. How unsearchable are his judgments, and his ways past finding out. For who hath known the mind of God, or who hath seen his counselor, or who hath first given to him shall be recompensed unto him again. For of him, and through him, and to him, are all things to whom be glory forever. Amen. You know, the ultimate purpose of his plan is to bring glory and praise and honor to him as Almighty God. A Christian is a member of the family of God. And thus, as a family member, we need to demonstrate a family resemblance, right? I've actually remember hearing as a kid my mom or dad say, you know, represent us well. Uh, uh, you know, don't bring any shame to the Alcock name, <laughs> that type of thing. And I'm pretty sure I've said that to my kids now too. Uh, but at any rate, as Christians, we need to demonstrate the family resemblance. No one who accepts Christ as Savior will remain the same after that decision for Christ. And God is our Father. And we need to have that testimony amongst the lost world. And because uh, our Father is love, we ought to love the lost, because the Lord loves the lost, and we ought to love our sisters and brothers in Christ. 1 John 4.11 Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. Now, no, on times that's difficult because we're human, but we need to be loving one another. All who God is should should make a powerful impact in our life. When we stop and think and ponder and be reminded again 
of how powerful he is, it should affect us in a very positive way and help us to live a life that would indeed bring honor and glory to him. I hope that's a help to you uh, and your walk with with God, with God the Father and with the Lord. And thank you for listening today. I really appreciate it. And until next time, keep exploring the word and looking to Jesus.